I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. And you're listening to Two Average Girls. Happy Tag Tuesday. Why, thank you. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. We have a special guest in studio today with us, our social media producer, Jacqueline Cooper. What up? Yeah. Jack Jack's here. Jack Jack's here. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, she's my daughter. But she's also our social media producer and just all around producer. Wow. You are. Ooh, I thought we were going to call her the social media manager. Okay. We I can feel call like her both are way too official, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> we can call her whatever you want to call her. But we are glad you're here with us. Today we have a little bit of a special show because Jacqueline put out a shout out a little bit ago to our listeners and followers. Mm-hmm. I always want to say viewers. I come from a world of television. So our podcast followers uh, with some questions for Anne and Denise. So we're here to answer them. Which I'm a little, to be honest with you, I'm a little nervous. Okay. I mean. We can edit. We can edit. <laughs> we never do, though. No, I, we don't. We never hardly do. We have an editor, but we don't give him that much work because. Uh, we just let it fly. This is who we, we are. are. Sorry. It, it is Whatever. what we, we, we do best, yes. which is just be ourselves. That's right. So Jacqueline. Yes. Also, we want to let people know that this is, we're video taping this oh man i'm old we're recording this we're videotaping this we're on the vcr gonna have yeah we're gonna have tapes you'll have to rewind it by hand you'll have to rent them from blockbuster um we're recording this and this is going to show up on our reels on our instagram on our facebook yes that is the hope okay we'll see all right so fire away let's hear the first question okay yeah so i put it out to our um instagram followers and if you don't follow us on instagram go ahead and do that and facebook and facebook um so i put it out to our instagram followers and we got some good questions back okay we're a little nervous (laughs) what are they let's hear them fire away we don't know what they are so (laughs) okay what brings you the most joy in life? Hmm. Um, my family's happiness, my son and my husband's happiness. That brings me joy because if they're happy, something's going right. I, I would say the same thing. I mean, it's almost the same as your joy. Your greatest joy is your kids, mm-hmm. you know, and your family and your husband and your biggest sorrows come from those same things, right? right. You're only as happy as your saddest child. You're only as happy as your saddest child. And if you just have one child, <laughs> then wow, wow you're really rolling the dice. Boy, Cameron has a lot of pressure on him. <laughs> Be happy. <laughs> Whatever you do, oh, make sure you're happy because it all depends on your mom's That's happiness. right. It all depends on him. So it's no, no, no pressure. None at all. Okay, that was easy. Did you start with the easy one first? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Actually, I'm, I don't know this one at all. Okay. So are you guys allergic to anything? And if you are, what are you allergic to? Mornings. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so she's being metaphoric, not literal. I think I am allergic to mornings. What are your symptoms? What happens? I am grumpy. Yeah. I can barely like function. 
None of that a little is true. foggy. None of that is true. No, it is. I, I don't you like You go to mornings. Pilates at like I know. Oh, dark 6 a.m. Yeah. I I'm, hate it. I'm just getting into REM sleep right then. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Yeah. Um, I'm not actually allergic to anything. I There's days I wish I was allergic to like sugar. No sure. medications, nothing? No, I, I, I had allergic reaction when I was younger to penicillin one time. Mm-hmm. And... So I stayed away from all penicillin, but since like in my adult years, I've not experienced anything allergic. I did get stung by a bee a few times and my family is allergic. My dad and my aunt are very allergic to bees. Jacqueline's allergic to everything that (laughs) might touch her skin. She's Mm -hmm. got really sensitive skin. Lucky like that. I would get stung every year when I was teaching my swim lessons in the pool. And no matter what, like there'd be a bee in the pool and all of a sudden it would just sting me. Anyway. I got this weird re- allergic reaction once and I thought I needed an EpiPen after that. But I've since been alert, uh, stung and I didn't get that same reaction. It got so big that I had to go to doctors and they had to give me a shot for it. This, this sing- the this only sting. time that that's happened. Yes. Though. And they told me that bees sometimes carry some kind of bacteria oh, no. that can cause a allergic reaction or like an infection. Oh, okay. So I basically, the long story <laughs> is mornings are the only thing I really think I'm allergic to. Mornings oh, and yeah. not drinking diet coke i'm oh, not drinking diet coke which really is sad. what's going on right now it's been a rough week it's, for us all i'll bet <laughs> it's, it's the loved ones who suffer <laughs> you feel better so, Anne, yes. are you allergic to anything at no. all well in, in the physical realm no i'm not allergic to anything if we're talking metaphorically i'm allergic to monkeys oh <laughs> <laughs> just saying you have a phobia Wait, that's a phobia i'm gonna classify it as an allergy and that's my truth <laughs> Did you have a she bad has, experience? I just don't like them. I don't trust them. I don't want anything to do with them. <laughs> she just she is like an aversion to the nth degree on a monkey That's, and some other things too. But we, we won't it. talk no, about that. No, we're going to move straight into <laughs> right. question number three. Next question. Okay, how did you meet your husbands, and how long have you guys been married? Hmm. I met my husband on a blind date. Uh, we were Who's, set up ooh. by my childhood friend, who is related to his best friend through marriage. And she said, I know this guy, and I think you'd really like him. And uh, so we met, and our first date was up at Sundance, up in, uh, outside of Provo, Utah. He wasn't, he was living in Southern California. I was living in Utah. And he came to Utah just to see you? He had a business, some business meetings, legitimately. He had some business sure. meetings. He did. I, I did research on that later. <laughs> and he did have business meetings. And so we made a date and um, went to Sundance. We had dinner in the tree room and then we went and saw a play at their outdoor amphitheater called a funny thing happened on the way to the theater funny thing happened on the way to the circus no (laughs) start throwing wow a funny thing happened on the way to the f1 racing lake (laughs) (laughs) on the wow this is embarrassing anyway it was an it (laughs) It was really memorable well it really was memorable because in this play there was a eunuch a what a eunuch. I don't know what that is. Sounds it's, like something from a Dr. Seuss book. Well, doctors were involved. Um, a eunuch back in olden times, we have to cut this all out. This is so awful. <laughs> I'm not even going to go on with this. Okay. What is a eunuch? No, I'm not even going to talk about it. <laughs> so we went, to, we went to Sundance and then we went and saw a play in the outdoor amphitheater and we have been together ever since. We've been married for 20, <gasps> we were married in 94. Do you want me to use all my fingers? That's when I was born, so 
I'm 26. We've been married for 26 <laughs> years. Thanks, Jack. Wait, when, when, when is your anniversary? September. Then you're married 27 years. We've been married 27 years. <laughs> they are 27 of the best years of your life. They're so memorable that I can't d- differentiate one from the next. It's just, it runs together in just this dream. He's, he's literally the best. He, best he thing is, that's ever happened to me. No, it really is. Yeah. Uh, I met my husband 30, well, 36 years ago. Mm-hmm. We've been married 33 years. And um, I met him at a party. Yep. This one. I know. Gotta watch her. Literally my best. (laughs) So my best friend at the time and still a very dear friend, one of my best friends forever is Andrea. And we were roommates and she graduated from the University of San Diego where we were going to college. And her parents were having a party for her. And her parents happened to own a liquor store, Andrea's Liquor. What? Yes. It's called Andrea's Liquor. (laughs) It was in Mission Viejo. I love it. It's no longer. I think it's still there. I'm not sure. They don't still own it. But uh, Andrea's Liquor. And so at the time, I was partaking in that. And I thought, well, I I was going to go to the party no matter what. But I'm thinking, well, it's a liquor store owner. This is going to be a good party. It's going to be great. (laughs) I was actually dating a guy. And he and I... We're supposed to go to the party together. We ended up taking separate vehicles because I drove up from San Diego. And long story short, he got to the party. I went home and I came back to the party late. And when I walked in, Andrea says to me, Jared, I don't remember the guy's name, even, honestly. Oh, really? Oh, dang. I don't remember Ouch. his name. Sorry, Jared. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's Jared, Jamie. I don't know who it was. He's been looking for you. He's not happy you're not here. And I oh. was like, oh, Okay. And then all of a sudden, I turned my head and I said, who is that? Mm. And if it was now, I'd be like, who's that snack? <laughs> is oh that what the kids say now? Gosh. A snack? That's He's a snack. Say. He's a snack and a half. He is a snack. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Jacqueline's dad. I don't know. It's, I don't know. It's so. all right. We're going to be all right. <laughs> <laughs> we can edit that. <laughs> no, but I, I literally like, who is that? And my friend goes, oh, that is Philip, my brother's best friend. And Hod was Philip's best friend. And from that point on, um, yeah, it was. So you just rolled up and were like, I'm talking to this guy. I was like, I've got, who is this guy? Really? This guy is hot. I love it. Yeah, no. All right, moving right along. (laughs) Family therapy scheduled for later. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing I haven't heard. (laughs) All right, so, ooh, this is a good one. Funniest moment as a parent. Okay. Which, mom, you have three hilarious hilarious angels to choose from and you only have one there's a lot of funny moments i'm interested Mm -hmm. cam gave us has has given us a lot of very funny moments but (laughs) especially as a little kid there's just story after story that i could tell he kept us entertained for many years still does um the one that comes to mind first though when we're talking about funny stories because we were just talking about this recently my husband and i he had gone cameron had gone somewhere and gotten car sick and he had (laughs) eaten something with cheese and then gotten car sick that can't be good he was not happy with cheese and he was just a little kid he was like maybe seven and so um my husband had to fly up to mammoth on business and he's a pilot and he took uh mike this guy who worked for us and cameron wanted to go so all three of them fly up there how old is he it's like six or seven Mm -hmm. he's little um they all 
they fly up there and after they get done with the business they go to the diner that's at the airport because little tiny airports have the best diners that's it's the truth they're all they always have something super interesting there it's always really quality food really good so cameron goes he goes up to order and he goes hi i'd like a quesadilla hold the cheese (laughs) and the lady goes so you want a tortilla? Because <laughs> he'd been car sick with the cheese. Anyway, we've gotten many, many years of laughter out of that one. So that's just one of the stories. Lots of fun that's stories. That's funny though. because the one, the one memory that comes to my mind that made me laugh pretty hard was also involving cheese. It, it's a food-based story? It was a food-based story. <laughs> so my son Chance um was i was making lunch for the kids and i was like okay who wants a grilled cheese sandwich and he doesn't answer and i'm like chance do you want a grilled cheese sandwich he's like i don't like those and i'm like what are you talking about you know how kids are yeah they go from one day they're yeah. like love spaghetti and the next day they don't like it yeah. so i'm like chance you love grilled cheese sandwiches i do not like girl cheese sandwiches <laughs> <laughs> and i was like it's not a girl cheese it's a grilled cheese he just needed someone to spell it out for he him. He didn't know. How old he was he? He wanted a boy cheese. He, he was want, probably oh. like five. He wanted a boy cheese? Yeah, I just he put wanted that a together. boy cheese. No girl cheese. No just girl boy cheese. cheese. Oh. He was old enough to know the difference between boys and girls. Um, and he knew that if he took the side of the girl cheese, it wasn't going to be good. It wasn't going to be good. No. Things so, have changed. It was pretty funny. That's cute. We've also gotten some, we've gotten some yardage out of that. I'll one. bet you have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Best advice for your 16-year-old self? You go first on this one. You don't have... Okay, I'll go first. Um, for my 16-year-old self, you know what? I would probably say lighten up. <laughs> <laughs> Things are going to get better. And just, you know... Because 16 is rough, right? It's rough. Yeah. I ask someone who's been 16 very recently. Uh, yeah, I don't think you could pay me enough to go back to being Mm-mm. 16. No, it's really hard. The other thing I would tell my 16-year-old self is that in in three years when you're 19, the prospect of marriage is going to seem like a good idea. Don't do Don't it. Don't do it. Same. Don't get married. <laughs> hey, 16-year-old, in three years, don't get married. There's a whole big world out there. And why don't you go try to find something else to do that doesn't involve, you know, a lifelong commitment to another human? That's what I tell my 16-year-old self. And I that's like a it. whole other podcast. <laughs> I love it. It's bringing the psychologist for I that one. I literally don't know what I would tell myself at, now at, at 16 or 20 or anything. I literally don't have an answer for this. Okay. That's an answer. I don't have an answer. I mean, lighten up is probably a good one. But at the same time, I almost think maybe I should have taken it a little more serious. Mm. I don't know. Okay. I, I literally didn't try that hard <laughs> look where you are now look, you're the executive producer of a successful podcast <laughs> wow who would i only would have known yeah, right. <laughs> all right um any worst date stories mm-hmm. that is that is a target rich area it's deep do you have one off the top denise or shall i go you should go okay so i went to my senior prom whoa you were ready Oh, it stands out. It's like, <laughs> give me strength with this one. Um, and it's, it's nothing dramatic. He did not want to be there with me. Robert, I won't give any last names. Robert, Robert. did not want to be there with me. He How did rude. not want to go. No, it was absolutely Did he rude. ask you? Yeah, he asked me because the girl that he really wanted to go with uh, um, was unavailable. Choice. I think I was probably fourth or fifth. Ugh. It was. I was down the road. 
I didn't know that. Aww. So I was having a completely different experience than he was. <laughs> so imagine my surprise when he like dumped me in the middle of the prom and was like elsewhere. And just he just I finally figured out my brain finally caught up with the situation. When he ditched you at the prom? He didn't full out leave. I, my girlfriend, Melanie, her date left oh. her at a prom and was just like, bye. And she didn't ever like see him again or get an explanation. But um no, this guy still stayed and like hung around, but he totally didn't want to be there with me. He was just, gentlemen, please. If there's a girl that you don't want to go with, don't ask just so that you can, I don't think that's a thing anymore. I, I don't think so I either. think the kids all go, the, the kids, the high schoolers who are going to the prom, they just kind of all go in a group and it's not a big deal. This was like you had to have a date. You could not get into the prom without a date. So it, it was setting me up to fail anyway, but now he just didn't want to be there. He That's, just didn't want to be there. Made it very clear, and I found did, another did ride you, home. Did you really? I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you just said, "Okay, cut my losses. I'm out." I was so humiliated because he was so mean. He That's just was so such rude. a. Did just you like, go home and cry? I I honestly I was crying at the prom. And I would too. And my friend was That's like, so "You have to sad. get yourself together. I will take you home. Don't worry." That about would be it. my mom and me. <laughs> Complete like snap well, out of it. I would have been crying. Well, it was me. Sure. It was mean. just rude. It mm -hmm. is. Yeah. I don't so. like Robert. I don't, no, I don't like Robert either. I think you should say his last name. I can't remember it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. That's how much we don't care I about really you, can't Robert. remember it. Yeah. Way to go, Robert. Good job, Robert. <laughs> we don't know your last name and we don't care about you. Don't even care. So mine isn't super dramatic either. I, if I had more time to think, and maybe it'll be a whole other podcast. Yeah, let's revisit but, it. But I remember going out on a date with a guy and um, I was excited i kind of excited i thought he was cute and um i wanted to go on a date with him and he picked me up and i got into his car and it was the dirtiest smelliest disgusting i mean there was something in it that just made me feel so disgusted <laughs> i was just running through my brain what what like snakes i mean no, what could it be i don't snakes i wouldn't rat. <laughs> no what way. is it that's you don't like monkeys i don't like snakes <laughs> like, no true. no it smelled what? like butt like <laughs> i don't know what it smelled like wow. think of the worst thing you can think of that smelled like i was literally sitting there and i just remember going i don't want to move because i didn't want to touch anything and all i could think of was how can i go home how can i go home how can i go home <laughs> i stuck it out i don't even remember anything else about <laughs> about the <laughs> about the date but i do remember this he asked me out again and i'm sorry guess <laughs> It's gonna take a minute for me to get over that. <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, <laughs> just really caught me off Are you gonna have to edit that? No, keep going. <laughs> We're not stopping. Listen, I didn't go out with him again <laughs> because it grossed me out so bad. So. I mean, was he nice? Sobbing. Was he a nice guy, though? <laughs> he was super nice, but oh. here's the thing. Man is sobbing. <laughs> I went to his house. I just remember that wherever he took me, he took me back to his house, and the house was dirty, too. And I just thought, okay, okay this is a dirty family. So I cannot... it was his parents' house. It, it yeah, was he, his family's we house. We were 16, like 17 years old. Like, it was, no. I think it was like 17 when this happened. I don't remember. Oh, I only just remember, I remember how oh. I met him. I just remember, like, this didn't seem like, 
Like you just don't know who somebody is you until don't. you get into their car. And that's then just, that's <laughs> surprise. That's the tag for the day, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Judge people yeah. on their car. The cleanliest yeah. carrier. Of their car. Yeah. Red flags, ladies. Oh. Or gentlemen. Sorry about that. <laughs> no. No, oh, don't that ever was apologize. The best part of my whole day. <laughs> Seriously. Oh my gosh, my abs mm. just got to work out. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a while. Okay, I got to get myself together. Please. Oh, I like this one. What is your death row meal? <laughs> Disease. Go ahead. Lobster with drawn butter, mm-hmm. chocolate dipped strawberries. That's anything to drink? I mean, if, if I'm death, if, if I'm on, on death, death row, row, I'll probably have a really good margarita or something like that. You're on death row with <laughs> the alcohol, obviously. All the alcohol, <laughs> all of. It. You're about to. You can I'm apologize gonna, like really shortly yeah. <laughs> in yeah. person. You're gonna have your chance to say sorry <laughs> face about to face. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're classy. I, I, you know, even till the end, I'd be classy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My death row meal would be uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken. No. Yep. Hundred I mean, percent extra I've, crispy. I mean, here I'd add I'd add McDonald's fries to mine. Oh, okay. So lobster drawn butter and some Mickey D's fries on yeah. the side. Yeah, do you That's need your, veggies? Like your potato. Yeah, yeah. 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 good yeah. idea. But you're going straight grease. I love K- it's KFC. Why does she care about grease? No, I know you don't. But I'm. I mean, of all the things you're never going to taste again, <laughs> it's chicken. Kentucky uh, yeah. Fried. Well, I guess there's some sort of like, um, I don't know, like it's an emotional... Comfort food? Comfort food. Oh. Extra crispy. Oh, and I do I, like it extra crispy. I want that coleslaw. Oh, you like the coleslaw? I what about the yeah. gravy and... Taters mashed? and extra gravy. Oh. And then to drink a Dr. Pepper. Oh, a Dr. Pepper, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. I, I definitely have a Diet Coke now that we're on that whole <laughs> side. That's true. Why did you bring that up? You ever... Why do you have to bring up the sodas? Sorry. <laughs> I love the soda. I, I'm all about big soda. <laughs> they're, they're, un, they're underwriting our <laughs> program. Absolutely. <laughs> Should be. Okay. If you could go back and choose any career, and I think, like, for fun's sake, any career, like, <clears throat> nothing. Nothing's off limits. Nothing's off limits. Doesn't matter if it makes money. Doesn't matter if it makes money or makes sense. What would you do? You have an answer for that, Denise? I'd be an actress. Okay. I'd be an actress for sure. I wanted to do that and my my family was like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did too. And I think my family said the same thing to me. But you went into broadcast. So right. But it you... wasn't related to acting at but all. But it kind of, I mean, it's. A... No, it is. I can see it's like a next yeah. kind of level, but it's not. I wasn't thinking, well, since I can't be an actress, I'll be a. <laughs> I'll be a news anchor. Next best thing. The next best thing. There were kids like that, though, at, at Chapman who were like, we're in the drama department, but we we know that we're not going to do make any money, so we'll make a teeny tiny bit of money and we'll become news people. Really? Yeah. There was There's that whole thing. Um, I'm sorry. Were you done? Did I interrupt you? No. You're, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to hear <laughs> With what you could possibly... That is baited. I think just... I think I did what my dream job would be which is be a news anchor but actually my husband and I were talking about this the other day you know when you're in high school and they send you to the counselor and they have like a little test that you take yeah yeah and they aptitude not an aptitude but here's what you could be when you grow up kind of thing Mm -hmm. I don't that's is that an aptitude test I don't know no this is like a career I just remember that we all went to the library and we all took this little test about what are your interests and what do you think that's aptitude okay so mine came out that I should be a stewardess 
And I've thought I about that over that. the years. Oh I my should gosh. have been a stewardess. Oh my gosh. They call it I flight attendant. It. Flight yeah. attendant. You would be so cute in that little outfit. I would have loved the outfit. and But I don't think I'm very good at like up close customer service. Not that I've ever had a chance to do that. But that's like, you know, you have no, to. No, you have to care about what they, like, yeah. you have to really, and you have to like, the customer's always right. It's oh, the customer's always right, and it, it's like a high stress environment being in that airplane. Yeah, people, people get a little, little kooky in the nowadays. Air. You don't want well, to. Well, now it's a right. whole different ballgame. But I think uh, I think I would. You also have to be able to read people <clears throat> as a flight attendant. I think that's part of the job that is kind of not sold. But um, I think I would have loved that. Just the travel alone. Yeah, I think I would have loved it. You know, when I, you were sitting there thinking about, it, I thought. I want to be an actress. I would love to be a singer, right? Yeah. I can't sing. Right. So I would love to be able to do that. But I mm-hmm. always thought it would be really, I think a profession that I, I look up to and, and really appreciate is doctors. Yes. Oh, I wish I was smart enough to be a doctor. Yeah, so rewarding, right? Right. You would feel good about mm-hmm. who you are. You have accomplished something. People would have respect for you. Yeah. That would be really cool. That's a good one. Yeah. yeah. I have been watching a lot of Grey's Anatomy lately. I've been oh, yeah. re-catching up on it. And I'm like, man, I really missed my... My calling, but I don't have the brain power for that. (laughs) (laughs) My creative side works over time is what I like to say. It's true. (laughs) Okay, two more. This one's kind of a little bit more serious, but it's very interesting. Okay. I'm interested to see what you guys have to say. Okay, so this one's interesting. The question was, what is the best way to cope with the assumption of risk in your professional life? So you guys both in your professions... And then also kind of maybe on the podcast a little bit when all mm-hmm. putting yourselves out there and kind of putting a lot of time and money into this kind of situation. How do you how do we manage that risk? Like the stress of the risk? I guess so, yeah. Okay. How do you, how do you cope with the risk? Um I I don't give it a lot of thought, to be I, honest. I don't either. That sounds kind of not that sounds sort of really brood. You know, like well, I just don't even think about it. That's not how I mean it. Um, I don't give, I don't, the risk, I don't, unless it's something really, really, really risky, meaning there's a lot of money involved yep. or a lot of at stake, for yep. example, like my health or my, my well-being or, or any of that, especially when it comes to money, I guess, and this might sound frivolous as well. I just, I always feel like you can make more mm-hmm. or you can, you can always it's I, I don't ever have the thought of risk, to be honest with you. I'm not afraid of that kind of thing. That's interesting that you say that because my husband's business, um, he's a real estate developer and there ha- there's a lot of risk in it most of the time. But there have been some times where it's riskier than others. Mm-hmm. And um, he, as the, you know, as the person in charge, as the president of the company, he's very concerned about risk that doesn't mean he won't do it but it's like well there's a lot of like emotion that goes into that and I think I am the stabilizing factor he's listening to this right now going you couldn't be more wrong Um, I think (laughs) I like to think that I I feel as though my job in this relationship at that (laughs) at that you know juncture of the relationship Mm -hmm. that I'm more of a stabilizing factor like listen if it's too late you've already the risk is done now we're just waiting for the return let's just write it out i i've never been one to be like don't do that i know people though 
who are married couples or whatever and the husband wants to go invest this or do this risk and the wife is like absolutely not i will you know we're not doing that i've never been that i've person. never been that person i haven't either i Mm-mm. i feel like maybe maybe i, I should be more mm. in my business i definitely we do way out risk we it's risky we do all of those things but I've never been one to shy away from it and just not deal with it. So I guess my dealing with it is just jump in. Right. Like I just do it. Right. And like this podcast, like like Jack was saying, yeah, there was some monetary risk, but it's more the putting yourself out there risk. That was hard. I mean, that was a little difficult. And I didn't even think about it because Jacqueline had to be the one to say, you you could do this. Yeah. You Why not? If, if right. so-and-so can do it, why can't you? Right. And she compared, uh, you know, some other podcasters that she listens to that were doing it. And when I realized that there really wasn't much to risk, Mm-mm. meaning what do I have to lose here? Yes, but some people, you can see how some people yeah. would be like, there's no way I'm I would ever, ever do doing that. that. Right. We've interviewed people who are right. like, I don't even want to be interviewed. You right. know, so you're sort of like pulling them along. So there, it is a personality type, I think, that's right. like the risk. Okay. I mean, they call us Thelma and Louise for a reason, <laughs> right? I don't know who they are, Who's but... calling you that? You well, couldn't be more right. <laughs> We've called ourselves that when we And that's our... it. No. That's who's calling us that. There's other people who have called us Thelma and Louise, and I just want to... I'm Louise. Is Louise the one that gets with Brad Pitt? Yes. Why do you get to be Louise? Oh. Just saying. I like it. All right, last question. Dinner or whatever meal mm-hmm. with... Anyone dead or alive? What? Okay. Oh. Boom. I hit him with a surprise question. Well, I, I, the obvious for me, everybody usually is like, you know, Jesus or, you know, like that. Right. But for me, if I could have dinner with anyone dead or alive would be my grandmother. Who, my grandmother... Esther, who Esther. died when I was, I was 12 or, no, I was, no, I wasn't 12. So they moved when I was 12 I was, or 14. You were. I was. I was an adult. I remember her. Yes. So I was old enough. <laughs> um, So she's been, she's been gone for about 12 or 13 years, I think, maybe even longer. But I just, even now when I have bad days or I'm not feeling something, I think about her and I think, oh. I wish she was here. I wish mm. I could talk to her. I wish mm. she would just be there to listen. And uh, so I, w- I would choose my grandma, Esther. I wish I could have written down my answer before you gave yours so that I could show you that I'm not just copying you. Oh, it's your grandma. <laughs> my grandma Ruth. Two little saps here. That's right. My grandma Ruth. And of course, she'd bring along my dad who passed away over a year ago. But um, if if Ruth could just make a her mean chicken cacciatore she was the mm, best ooh. little italian cook you've ever seen of <sighs> course everyone needs a little italian grandma and uh she just was so sweet and so fun and uh you know i would give anything to just have one more dinner with with the two of them oh, i love it yeah. that is Aww. yeah I love it. Well, those are all the questions that we have today um but thank you to everyone who um, put in questions to us um, via Instagram. We will do more of these if you like them in the future. So fun. Thanks, guys. It Thanks, was. Jack, for being our moderator. Oh, anytime. <laughs> so just so you know, when you guys DM us or you answer questions, we listen. Jack is on it. She She's does it all. It. She does so. it all. 
Thanks. Thank you, Jackin. Of mm. course. Thanks for listening. Thanks We're for having Average me. Girls. I'm Ann Felice. And I'm Denise Cooper. Special guest star, Jack Cooper, joining us. <laughs> Be sure to listen to, uh, listen to our podcast on all of the usual places, including Amazon, Google, um, Apple Music, all of those places. And then um, be sure and watch for Instagram and Facebook. We're on there all the time. And uh, Jack's keeping us present and up to date. And we'll have some video on there as well. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on Two Average Girls. 